Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Talk about, you know, finding the way that, uh, finding a way to make more money and um, doing it in a way without doing more work. 
And then there's also things we talked about recently um, that were has to do with relationships and um, business and private. And there's a few things that I've been going through in the past 40 days, which most of you know about. And I want to set the stage here for my next guest um, before we get started. So I'm going to interview someone today who's very, uh, very, thank you, Rodney, who's very uh, powerful to me. And this is what happened. So some of you know what happened with my relationship. So I had an issue uh, where my partner decided not to uh, be with me anymore out of the blue. And it hit me hard and I crashed and I was in the fetal position for a couple of days trying to figure out what happened to the universe. And uh, a friend of mine, Eric, who's a, who's a Canadian living in uh, Prague, came to Budapest and we met. And he said, hey, tonight there's a room in Clubhouse and it's about men and uh, men are enough or something like that. I forget what it was. And he said, why don't you come in and listen? It might help you out because there's a lot of there's a lot of coaches in there that work on relationships and building relationships and repairing relationships. And, um, you know, there's other people in this room who I spoke to directly about that as well. And um, I brought them up. Stephanie, for instance, Stephanie Milik, uh, Amila Ant Antonelli is in here, my cousin Monica. Uh, you know, I had to talk to, uh, of course, Sarah and all the guys, you know, TM and all these people. So it isn't just one, one thing, but this one person in that room had laid down so much fire for me that I had to have her in, uh, in the room. And I waited until she came into the room to be, until her book came out. So her book just came out like two weeks ago. So I wanted to have her in the room. Her name is Dimple Thakrar. Yeah. And uh, she's on the stage right now. And I want to introduce her real quick. She's an executive alignment coach featured on Tony Robbins podcast, the times Huffington post BBC and good housekeeping. She has 25 years of, ex of coaching experience and helping people at the toughest times of their relationships, a strategic advisor on policy and implementation to the European Federation, an international speaker, best-selling author, and a Tony Robbins platinum partner. She is honored to be considered uh, one of the world-renowned experts in, in working with uh, executives. Her methodologies, methodologies include master NLP practitioner, advanced theta healer, cognitive behavioral therapy, along with her bachelor of science degree. She is a wife of 26 years and a mother of two daughters and lives in the United Kingdom. Dimple, are you there? Oh, Steve, thanks so much for bringing me up. And wow, what a privilege. What an absolute honor to be here today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been exciting listening to yours. Uh, awesome. Well, you know, we, we, we met in a very strange way. It was in a room in Clubhouse, and all these coaches were on board. And um, Eric told me, hey, you need to come in. There's this woman named Dimple that can probably help you out. Um, and I went into that room. I don't know. There was maybe 200 people in there maybe. And uh, I told my whole story, tears and all. And they, you know, they they came in, and then you ripped into me in in a very positive way, which led them to me booking you for a coach as a coach. And uh, massive impact. So I, I, this isn't about my relationship or my problems right now. This is about what you use as a structure to look at relationships, whether business, I mean, professional or private. And I think just maybe just to start, why don't you give us a little bit of a background how you got into this? I mean, you you have a personal story that led you to this. Absolutely. So I was talking without unmuting. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. The, the reason I do this work and the reason I was literally guided to this work is because I, as you, as you rightly said, I've been married now 26 years. I'm married to a serial entrepreneur and I worked for about 20 of those years in the national health service. And it was only in our 20th year of our marriage did we decide that I'd had enough 
and he was happy to continue and continue with a relationship with that was very much pasta salt kind of relationship very much scratch and itch kind of sex and out of the blue I just said to him I've had enough I'm, I'm done I'm done and we both decided um, that we would plan our divorce for our 25th wedding anniversary great present right but we were looking at it like a business strategy because at this point I had gone into my own business and I'd been coaching um, like you said for 25 years alongside working but this was when I truly stepped into my greatness as we've been talking about this morning and um, it was at that point when I realized my power and I realized that I didn't want to spend the next 20 years feeling as though this was it in a mediocre kind of relationship and I wanted more <laughs> I absolutely wanted more I love love this man I'm with but we weren't serving each other or making each other happy and so we planned our divorce and it was only when by divine intervention that we found ourselves you know and I'm, I'm making the story very brief you can actually listen to it on the uh, podcast on Tony Robbins's podcast and um, it was a whole chapter of it in my book the roadmap to purpose a guide for men in inverted commas who have it all and it was um, when we were in front of Tony Robbins and we were at a platinum partner event now for those of you who don't know what platinum partners is it's an elite group of people that get invited to travel the world with tony it comes at a price and at the time i had just started my brand new business uh, seven months in and i remember signing on the dotted line and my husband had no idea who tony robbins was he had like this was 2017 he had I, I this was my first event I had no who, idea who he was really only that I was introduced to him from a business coach and I remember making this call and it was midnight and I rang my husband and I said to him I've done something crazy please don't shout at me and he doesn't shout, he just gets passionate, but I'd interpreted it as that. And he said to me, I've been traveling the world, babe. I'm exhausted. Just tell me what it is. Because, I, you know, I was obviously at the event and he was at home. So, and I literally vomited out the words. I've joined something called Platinum Partners. And it's, at that time, 75,000 US dollars. And we didn't have that money. I didn't have that money. And he turned around. And this was the first lesson when I realized something and is the reason why I now do the work I do. He turned around and he said to me, babe, 22 years ago, you took a job so that I could follow my dream and my passion. And I went into so many different businesses. I mean, he worked 24-7 from selling mangoes on a Sunday at the market to roofing 
to being a restaurant manager all in one week. And he turned around and he said, the way I see this, it's an investment in you and your business now. We'll find a way. And this was a man who knew he was losing his life. He knew that we were planning our exit strategy, waiting for the children to be old enough. And, you know, it was in that moment and then the several during this huge intervention with Tony Robbins that absolutely transformed my perception on men, on relationships and on women and how we lose sight of what our true power is. And so as a result, I took a deep dive into understanding men, understanding women. I became obsessive with it. And then I started to attract executive clients from nowhere. And then I started to understand energetics, quantum physics, the law of attraction, manifestation, and then healing came to me. And have you ever had that experience where suddenly everything is coming to you so fast and it's like the universe is saying, right, now you're aligned, boom, boom, boom. And actually what I realized is that I was in my own way for a lot of these things. I was actually creating resistance in my life because I was playing small. I hadn't realized my true power, my true potential. And so as a result, on our 25th wedding anniversary, we celebrated, it was during COVID, and we had the most magical day being together. It wasn't anything flash, although we do like flash. <laughs> it wasn't anything flash. He didn't buy me a gift. What he gifted me was his time and presence. And so that's the reason that uh, I do the work I do. The methodology I use is called my soul alignment method. And it's very much about getting back to who you are. Often I get couples come to me. Often I get executives come to me and say, can I do this alone or do they have to be with me? Right. 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 And, and the answer is no. The work happens with you. Back to you, Stephen. Yes, thank you. Well, yeah, it was quite the introduction. I know there were some, some, some other things that, that you had talked about in the other room and stuff, but I want to get to the, the grits, I guess you could say, down to the grits of it. What is the issue with uh, relationships that you see is the number one cause? I mean, there's so many ways to, uh, you know, I guess, look at a relationship and figure out, but I want to dig in and find out, you know, your, your book that you just brought out, Roadmap to Purpose, the Roadmap to Purpose, a guide for men who have it all, right? I mean, that's a, that's a, big, uh, that's a big statement. Let's, why don't we talk about that for a second? Absolutely, yeah. The number one issue that I see and the reason I wrote the book is because, and I'm going to say it as it is, so if you're offended. Please I do. I don't apologize. Um, the number one reason I see is that men are being demasculated, they're handing over their balls to women who actually do not want them, but think they do. And honestly, take it from a woman who has worn balls for a good 15 years, it's bloody uncomfortable. 
and it cre creates great pain in our bodies. But unfortunately, go ahead, Stephen. No, I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah, unfortunately, what's happened is as women have risen in their um, ability to, in the workplace, to become financially independent, they've had role models in the past that have been male role models. And so our framework of how to be successful in the workplace has been very much male focused. So we've gone down the line of using our masculine energy to be successful. And that is one way and it does work. And what we miss is then the transition back home to our designed feminine energy. And actually, it's only recently that I've realized in the workplace, our divine, divine feminine is where we hold our power. Amen. Uh, right. And as a yep. result, what we do is we end up demasculating our men and they hand over their balls. Wow. Um, <laughs> woo, man, I'd like, like to hear everybody see everybody's faces on that one. Um, you know, I uh, to a degree, I, I understand. I was thinking about this after, you know, after we spoke about that and I thought, I thought about the men in my life, my fathers that I had, the many fathers that I had, and um, stepfathers and father. And I saw it, you know, I saw it. Um, I saw how it happened, how they were demasculated and they turned into this like shriveling man who then just had no, uh, you know, power, no, no, no oomph in their, in their step. And I found it myself, it was immediately ripped away from me when it happened to me. I'm getting, you know, I pretty much got it back now, but still, it's uh, it's something that's real out there. Well, how do you deal with that? I mean, how does how does a, a man and a woman, how does a man go to his wife and say, hey, um, you know, I just got a message from GI, powerful and true, you know, powerful and true, and Lauren Resnick said, speak in my language. So you are uh, speaking the language here. So how how does how do two people get together and talk about this? Because this is not easy. You know, this means a woman has to admit and a man has to admit. One hundred percent, Stephen. It, you have to come to a place where. You cannot, there's, you know, you've reached a level of pain, the threshold of pain. And that's where my husband and I had reached, right? The threshold right. of pain. And you literally have to be able to find somebody who will hold you accountable, who will actually give you a no bullshit approach and say, look, there, are, there is a, a solution here. Because what I find is, and this is something I've written in my book, there's three S's that can happen. You separate, you stray, or you settle, right? This is what happens to men. They separate, they stray, so they go have an affair, or they settle. So that you, you see the kind of guy who is just in his late, you know, late 40s, early 50s, and he's empty inside. He's completely lost. His wife's henpecking him. She's miserable. He's miserable. They hardly talk to each other. You know the kind of person, couple, right? Yeah, of course. And then there's the fourth S, which is the solution. Because what we need to do is face the truth. And that's looking inwards. We <clears> need to take <throat> radical self-responsibility of the way that we behave. And there needs to be some knowledge, some understanding because nobody teaches you relationship skills. Nobody. <laughs> like, you don't learn this at school, right? No. And no, right. nobody, like, when, when you step into a business for the first time, 
If you don't know something, you'll go and seek the information. You'll go grab a coach. You'll go find a mentor. You'll read right. about it, right? Right. And there's no shame in that. Of course not. <laughs> I, I, I got you, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, hey, check it out. So I got, I got my, my cousin Monica is in the room too, and she said sometimes women don't nag or henpeck. Sometimes a woman reluctant, reluctantly steps into the masculine energy because the man can't, doesn't, or won't. Love that. Love that. Yeah. So here's what I would say to that conversation and to that comment. I would say that it takes two to tango. Mm -hmm. And that what I have found that actually women have the power when it comes to this. And the reason I say this is because it's mother nature, not father nature. And when a woman learns to receive, not perfectly, it won't be perfect receiving, you know, in, in the ideal world, um, and I'll give you an example. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. It's a, it's a, it's a trivia example, but it's, it's, it's relevant. Imagine you're both going out for dinner and he picks the restaurant and it's not the one you want. And you kind of are like, oh God, here, I really wanted to go here. Right? Right. Just those small comments over time compound for a man. When we criticize, when we close which is saying i'm fine when i'm really not when we coach telling them what to do in a nice kind of way don't do it that way dear do it this way i remember telling my husband how to um fill the petrol up in the car <laughs> right yeah why does that happen why does that happen i mean it's like it's like you've been doing it for you know i've been doing it for 50 years and suddenly i'm being coached on how to put gas in the car. Yeah. Why does that happen? Why does that yeah. happen? Where does that come from? Where does that come from? And it's all to do with the compounding effect of a woman when she's right. feeling unsafe, when she's not feeling seen, when she's not feeling as though her needs are being met. The bottom line is, if you're not meeting each other's needs, and here's the piece, expecting them to meet your needs is the biggest mistake that we make in relationships. And I did it for years. Both I, sides. Both sides. Yeah. I expected him to make me happy. He expected me yeah. Yeah. to um, make him feel like a man. All right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I want to I get a little bit more controversial here. I want you to let loose, okay? Because I know, I know how you are when you spoke with me. So I want to yeah. put something out there. You wrote in your book a quote by John Eldridge. Um, deep, in, deep in his heart, every man longs for a battle to fight, an adventure to live, and a beauty to rescue. And John Eldridge wrote the book Wild at Heart, which is literally sitting on top of your book. So it's the two books that I'm reading right now. Right. What What is that? I mean, is that that's is that heroic? Is that is that like, hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. You know, people say toxic masculinity. What do you mean a beauty to rescue? You know, deep in his heart, he wants to battle to fight and adventure to live. And there'll be men out there saying, I don't want to fight. I don't want to battle. So wh where, where does that come from? Yeah, it's an innate, uh, it goes back to primal caveman-like. Yes, thank you. 
right yeah. listen yeah. guys it's your innate primal primitive desire to procreate so you're going to find a mate to procreate and you're going to protect her and do what it takes unfortunately what's happening is instead of continuing to be the hunter and have that identity of the hunter you turn into pleasers and you turn into guys that are yes men and it's the biggest turn off possible for women damn it's, it's ugly as sin and i tell you why because you depolarize the relationship you become feminine and so it forces her to become masculine so there's this yin yang that goes on and it's chicken and egg situation is it the woman that becomes masculine first that forces the man to become feminine or the other way around it really doesn't matter it's irrelevant what matters is you recognize the depolarization and emasculation there's three phases in your relationship the honeymoon depolarization and then emasculation and those three phases are so clear in most long-term relationships if they do not understand <laughs> I'm sorry. I just keep getting good, great comments from Stephanie Milek. She's like, amen, amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they don't understand. And I'm actually do. I'm running a course for women, ladies. It starts on Sunday. So if you want to know that, check it out. It's in my bio. Because women just don't get this. They don't get this at all. And what I've witnessed in my clients is that just give me an hour with a woman and she can turn her whole relationship around. Give me an hour with a guy. He can turn it around like that. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a, Stephanie's like, oh my God, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> um, I, I have to say you're right. I mean, you, I had that call with you and I, I went home and did exactly as you said. And it was like day and night. I mean, it was incredible. It was like a, a magnet. It was, it was, it was incredible. So, yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's also, I mean, you wrote, uh, or you, um, Alison Armstrong, you have a quote from her, men are a gift from God to women. Now that might get a little bit of, um, a little bit of feedback here, right? How do you mean well, that? Well, when I hear that quote, it gives me chills. And the reason is because I've literally gone from a man hater to a man adorer. And that is that quote that gives me chills. And the reason for it is because when I realized exactly what lengths my man will go to for me, like, Amen. what lengths this beautiful man, will, I, I, and honestly, I've got my hand on my heart right now because I don't think I would do that for him. Wow. Powerful. Right? Yeah. And, and that's why when you start to really understand what drives men and when men start to understand, we've got it all mixed up. And, and when we can truly appreciate that we're different, that's when the magic happens. Okay. So I'm getting a lot of comments, um, uh, you know, like I said, from Stephanie and my cousin and others and stuff. And they're all saying, amen, for sure. Yes, indeed. All these kind of things. Uh, and, and my question is like, what are the, what are the, I guess you could say, okay, wait a second. So, um, Brielle just wrote, men are absolutely our gift. What could we do without y'all? Because you provide safety. We can have freedom. If you took away our safety, we couldn't be free. Yep. Um, and, and how do you, 
I mean, there's a lot of women out there that I know that would be like, that's bullshit. I can do it on my own. I don't need a man. Uh, men are just a pain in the ass or whatever. Like my yeah. wife right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. And she's yeah. wounded. She's yeah. wounded right now because there's not been great role models for men on how to be men in healthy relationships. And there's also not been great role models for women on how to be uh, feminine, divine feminine women in healthy relationships. And so as a result, what we are being shown as women, and I was shown this growing up, that you know it's okay to bitch about men and say, you know, I, I actually, and I'm so embarrassed when I hear myself say this. When my girls were younger and they, they would say, what does daddy do? What does he do? And I would say, he's a layabout. Oh. Right? And yeah. I would jokingly say it. And then it became not a joke because I didn't know how to describe what he did because it seemed random what yeah. he did to me right yeah and so it what we are taught as women and we do it unconsciously is that if we manipulate a man because we are smaller than men and the only way we can control you isn't physically but is to manipulate wow. is is to um keep you small in our language because we hold the power because your desire to keep us happy. And when I heard this, oh my God, the first time I heard this, I was in a room with 500 people and it was Tony Robbins that said, do you know the, the desire, the number one reason men, the, the number one result a man wants in his relationship, um, all the women were like, yeah, he wants sex. And the number one thing he wants is to keep <laughs> his woman happy. I, I can't keep up with the comments. Um, I... <laughs> Okay, um, um, it's, uh, there's questions, for instance, uh, G.I. asks, you know, what can I do to give my husband or him his, what can women do to give them, uh, the men, the balls back? Oh, you know, beautiful question, beautiful question. And I love that you've become present to this. Now, this is the first piece. Get aware of your behavior, of your actions. And if you can just do this one thing, before you open your mouth, switch expectation for appreciation so what do i mean instead of saying what he's not doing appreciate what he is doing let that land instead of saying what he's not doing appreciate what he is doing it might <sighs> not be perfect <laughs> yeah right but he is doing he's exactly. doing he's yeah. doing and he's doing for you it might not seem that way. His desire to provide and protect for you is so innate in every cell of his body. In the same way, your desire to be seen and to be heard is, right? And to feel safe. If you want to be seen and heard by your man, start appreciating him. It's as simple Amen. as that. Amen, Jesus. And that's how you give him his... His balls back. Yes, yep. exactly. All right, so um, what about, let's switch gears a little bit here. Um, uh, what about when you have multi, like for instance, I'm, I'm, I'm American, my wife's Hungarian. I have a friend who's American, his wife's Russian. Mm. How does that come into play? Because there's different cultures in play. I mean, I was told by this one coach, he's like, you have an age difference, 
different cultures, different languages. You're so far out of making this work, it's not possible. I just don't believe that. So what, what are your points? Oh, I, I have to disagree and say that's absolute bullshit. Good. Because we're all human. Okay. <laughs> we're all human. Yes, we have our coding from our DNA, from our families, and that can be lifted with energy healing. Um, but actually, our foundation is to procreate and to live together. And so the, the key here is that the biggest mistake couples make is this my better half, my other half, he completes me, she complete. No, when we become too codependent, yeah, that's where the problem lies. And this is where a lot of men lose their balls because they lose their identity and they lose their purpose and they create a purpose around their woman, not their mission. Yeah, and I'm and, and in that book, Wild at Heart from John Eldridge, he says a lot of men make the woman their adventure yes. uh, instead of taking them on the adventure with them. Exactly. And I think that was so powerful because I did that. You know, I did that. I was like, my woman, I'll do everything for her and this, that, and the other. I'm going to go out in the world and fight on my white horse with my white knight, mm. and my sword, and I come back. I'm home, baby. Yes. You know, it's, it was, you know, it was, it was, it made me feel like a man, of course, but it, it I wasn't taking her along with me, you know, and, and that's a, that's a shame. But yeah, it's, I thought that was exciting. And, um, you know, I've, I've been doing some sessions with Linnell Burns here as well, and she's touched on a lot of the things that you're touching on. So it's good to see that there's a consensus in the community. Um, you, you wrote in your book a quote by Mark Twain. It says, a man cannot be comfortable without his own approval. What does that mean? Uh, what can often happen with men is that, uh, and, and humans, you know, but it's, it's more prevalent, obviously, with men that it, it's something called external and internal framing and um, uh, referencing, sorry, external and internal referencing. And if you seek external referencing all the time, what does that mean? Approval from everybody else, everything else, you're never going to feel fully complete and fulfilled. Okay. Because it's actually about validating yourself, seeking internal approval, and actually being so comfortable in your own skin that it, it really, you get to a point where you can be respectful for other people's opinions. And you can choose to agree or disagree with them. It doesn't make them right or wrong. It just means that you flourish in the beauty of the differences. Okay. Uh, and so in, in terms of that quote, for me, that interpretation is when you retrieve your balls, that's when you learn that actually your gut instinct, which all men have, their gut instinct, I call that your barometer. And what okay. tends to happen when you um, hand over your balls is you hand over your gut instinct to your woman. So you'll do things that go against your gut instinct. And unfortunately, that's the decline of the relationship because it's that very gut instinct that will stop you from um, destroying your relationship. Here's okay. what I mean. I'll give you an example. My husband would say to me at the beginning of our marriage, if I was saying something out of line to his parents or to anybody, he wouldn't dishonor me in the moment. He'd pull me aside and he'd say, Dimple, no, 
that's not acceptable. No, we don't do it that way. In my house, this is how we do it. And at the time, I would be pissed as hell. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, babe. All right, thank you. Because I trusted in his guidance. Right. That, right. But how do you, I mean, I mean, I think a lot of women, at least ones I know, uh, would have trouble in that moment. Mm. I mean, where, where, where does it, I mean, if, if, if I'm looking at it, it's like mutual respect is there. You don't go below the, the, the belt line, these kind of mm. things. But when it comes to like, like telling someone not to, or to do something as a man to a woman, it always feels overpowering. When I was doing, I had a session with ayahuasca in, in, in Peru one time and I saw, and I went, I went on a journey, a spiritual journey. And I ended up in my wife and children's eyes, looking at myself, talking to them. And I was talking in a normal tone and I looked massive and booming and mm. crass. Yeah. And so, so no matter how I say something, even if it's nice and calm and it, it's just bigger than it should be. And I think that sometimes hits on the wrong chord with, with women or girlfriends or husbands or wives or whatever, where they're then taken aback and they get, and then they, then they want to fight against it. Uh, great, great question. And and here's what I would say. It's not about your size. It's more about her security and herself and who she is. And it's yeah, about... Yeah, but I, I have no influence over that. That's the issue. Right? Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's about... And, and that I get it because there were times and I've had to say to my husband, this is coming across really overpowering for me. Yeah. I understand the message. And, and it's about conscious communication, having that level of communication. And, and, you know, since that example, we have developed that level of communication where I've said to him, your tonality and the way that you deliver it, this is how I would like it to be delivered. So it wasn't focusing on what he was doing wrong, but focusing on how I would appreciate yeah. it. And in the okay. same... In the okay, same... Let's, let's play double advocate here. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Dimple, you're telling me how to talk. Are you serious now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You see how that can happen real quick? 100%. And yeah. what I would say is, you know, babe, I love that you protect me. I love that when you, I honor your word as a man and I know and trust you to keep me safe. And I know the message you want to give me, you want it to land. And if you want it to land in my soul, please, I'd love you to speak to me in this way because then I will soul get it and I won't be triggered and it will diffuse this whole situation. Okay. Um, if a woman ever said it to me like that, <laughs> I'd probably fall down on my knees and, you know, like I'm here. You know, like yeah. Right. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. That's incredible. And that's how I would put it to him because... Honestly, the leverage is we both want the right thing. We both want to be happy, right? And here's the power, ladies, because I'm sensing that some of the ladies are like, wait a minute, a man's going to tell me what to do. Here's the power, ladies. The power is I choose to surrender to my man because I trust him. Because my intuition is guiding me to know that I am safe with this man. And he has never done me wrong. And there's the power. I can easily make that decision myself. 
but I'm choosing to surrender because when I lean back, he rises. It's as simple as that. Wow. Wow. Almost speechless. So your course for women that you're bringing out the program, mm. is it, is it, is it, is it about this? Yep. <laughs> wow. It's, it's all about this. It's all about, it's for women who, and here's who it's not for. It's for women who are, it's not, it's not for women who are bash, men bashing or blaming. It's for women who are really on the cusp of wanting to do something different. They are sick and tired of repeating the same patterns over and over again in relationships. And that could look something like if you're in a marriage and you feel as though you're wearing the trousers all the time when you're exhausted with it, or it could be you've been in several relationships and it, it always ends up where you're making the decisions all the time and you're exhausted with it. You want to learn how to empower your man to rise. That's what this is about. What, what if he doesn't rise? Then he's isn't that, then he's not the one for you. And at least you know, right? Oh, wow. And also- That's pretty simple. Yeah. And, and also what I would challenge, is it Monica? What yes. I would challenge Monica is that the women that I have coached that come to me and say, well, I've tried everything and it's not working. They're actually unaware of the impact of their behavior on men. Because once I delve deep into what's actually going on, that's when they go, holy shit. That's yeah. what I've been doing. Holy shit. I thought I was helping. Holy shit. I didn't realize the impact. Holy shit. I had it with a client just last week. And uh, I'm working with um, uh, the husband. And then he asked, can you do a session with my wife? I did one session with his wife and she was in tears. She was like, I thought I'd studied all this. And I hadn't realized that this one thing I was doing well, where's the disconnect? Where's the disconnect? Because there's no role models and nobody teaches you this shit. <laughs> Damn. Well, you are now, so welcome. <laughs> welcome you. to the world. Yeah, thank you. Man. Well, no, it's, it's gosh, it's so powerful. I and mean, even before I had my issues and stuff, it was, it, it was, you know, you sometimes as a man, no matter how powerful you are, I mean, I'm six, four, ripped, six pack, big muscles, the whole works. Mm. And I'm standing in front of my wife sometimes like a two-year-old child, not knowing what the hell to say or do or, or act mm. or, you know, respond or whatever. Because you see that flame in her eyes getting ready to go off, right? And the last thing you want is an argument because you're going to bed soon and, you know, so, mm. you know, right? You know, like you said, that primal. Mm. So what happens with, to a guy like that? Like, like, like how, do you, how do you, I mean, of course, the woman has to be on the side as well. You have to understand if we're talking mm. about, like, I tried to get my wife to talk to you and she wouldn't. Mm. Um, someone like that who doesn't want to help because they feel like, no, I, it's, it's, it's all you, not me or whatever. I mean, what mm -hmm. happens then? What you have to do, Stephen, is lead, lead by, yeah. exam by example. Yeah. So you have to take care of your emotions. If you're being triggered by that flame in her eye, you've not done the work. Oh, ouch. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm an interviewer here. Let's take it easy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> This is how I coach guys. No I know, bullshit. I love it. I love no it. bullshit. Like if you want to, if you want talk therapy, which I have no problem with, go somewhere else. It's yeah. not about you. Know, like if you want results fast, because entrepreneurs, executives want results fast, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh my I'm, God. A I'm a tiny little Indian lady, but I can throw a mean punch when needed. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so I mean, 
I get it. You gotta lead, right? Gotta and, lead. I, and I saw it when when you when I went home that night after my clubhouse room. It was like a three hour room. I just told mm. my school. and uh, I went home and I did exactly what you said, and it was incredible. It worked. I led. She followed, and it was yeah, yeah. It was incredible. Of course, it didn't last long because of the other things. But yeah, that was that was uh, that was awesome. Mm. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna start doing some Q and A here. I want to get um, Stephanie Malik and Dr. Janie in here. Um, real quick, because I know, is Stephanie still here? I think she left. Oh, shoot, she left. Okay, so Dr. Janie, um, I know you have some questions. What yes, would... absolutely love this uh, conversation, uh, Stephen and Dimple. Thank you so much for bringing her to the Breakfast with Champions. This is, uh, this is my jam, so I appreciate this conversation. But, you know, my question for you, Dimple, is, you know, especially in the American culture. We can break this down into so many different layers, but you know, in this age of women empowerment where the alpha female is the rah 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 or the booty shots are all about empowerment and the feminization of our men and we're dealing with a whole cultural shift that for many women in particular have been played out in their life because of trauma. And what I've even heard in this example that you just mentioned with uh, Stephen's uh, wife, I'm, I'm making an assumption, but one of the number one things that I'll hear from women is from a place of denial. They can't see what they can't see. And then we're creating a generation of single moms in particular that are raising boys from these pain points. So when you kind of have that woman on that couch with you one-on-one -on -one, and you see her denial, that you see the denial of her trauma because that's been her template of life. She's had a history of toxic relationships with men, which started with her father. And now she's in a culture that reinforces the alpha female. We have more access to money, to independence, all these things more than ever. And she's at that place and she's hearing this conversation. How do you break free of, or how do you help her, I should say, because you can't do it for her, but how can you help her see her denial window? And that's what's holding her back and creating this cycle of unsatisfaction with relationships. We'd we'll love to hear your thoughts, Dimple. Thank you for being here. This is Dr. Janie. Oh, Dr. Janie, thank you so much. What a pleasure to meet you here today. Um, here's what I would say to her. What does she want? Is she getting what she wants doing what she's doing right now? Right? What? Are you getting the results that you want right now? And if the answer is yes, keep doing what you're doing. If the you know why? Is... It's that simple, isn't it? It's that simple. Jesus. You know? yeah. Gosh, dang it. And hey, I want to introduce her to somebody, Dimple. Um, Amelia Antoinetti is in the room. Steven, Amelia, do you have any? Yes. Steven, I just want to check. Was that, did that answer your question? Oh, I'm sorry. Jamie? Yeah, just wanted to. Slow down, Steve. Slow down, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to acknowledge <laughs> Dr. Jamie. Is that, yes, that thank, you, thank you, Dimple. Y yes, it can be that simple, but when people are in denial, it's not that simple. Right? So we can give those simple responses, but when she's there, she's fighting tooth and nail and she's sticking to her narratives. Right. Yeah. And we can continue to help her draw out that pattern that what you're doing is not working for you. But what I'll find is some of the if I kind of look at the most resistant woman, it's that woman that's holding on to that narrative. Mm. She's going with the cultural reinforcements of the alpha female. I can do everything that men can do, even have sex with men. Right. Uh, the way that traditionally men have had sex in the hookup culture. So she holds on to that narrative. 
but yet she gets reinforcements in parts of her life, right? She's she's moving forward in her career, she's successful career, and then what we'll see is they'll do that duality, right? They'll they'll have a certain yes. professional life, but secretly be in pain, and then um, so that's the woman that I will encounter. That's that strong resistance. So giving those simple responses, yep, it can hold up the mirror to her, but it's not as effective to fall on their face All to right. experience Bring it themselves. So I 100% agree with you. And what I would say in those moments are that I would actually go into some energy healing with her and, and with her permission, draw out some of the pain and understand what is it that she is getting from that pain? What is it that she's getting from holding on to these beliefs and identities? And often a woman like that will be, there'll be a lot of ancestral genetics that needs to go that we need to clear out and it can be done very quickly but it's it's often when you're in denial you don't see what you don't see right because <laughs> yeah. that's the whole premises of denial it's and to unblind somebody there's some very quick techniques that i would use in the energy healing aspect to just lift some of that clarity does that does that answer your question dots jane yes absolutely great conversation appreciate you both Go Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Donnie. Thanks, Dr. Janie. That was that was fire, man. That was awesome. That was a great conversation right there. Um, Amelia, I don't know if she's in the room or not. I know I know she's in the room, but I don't know if she's listening. Are you listening, Amelia? Absolutely. All right, there we go. How you doing, sister? My lovely sister. How are you? Every day above ground. That's all I say. Every day above ground is a positive day. <laughs> well, you're you're listening a lot. I know you're busy right now. Are you listening along a little bit? Have any any questions or comments? Because I know you have some powerful. Uh, about this as well. No, listen, I, I, I love it. I mean, I love what Dr. Janie said. I love I love every single word that's being spoken right here because it's so challenging, right? It's, you know, I always say that when my inner child is running amok, um, it's when denial, when I'm in the denial part, right? It's very hard to see what you don't want to see. And that's why your trusted circle of the people that you build around you to sit and go, listen, this is you, you know, I know you think it's everything else, but it is you. Let me be that mirror. And, and that's where, you know, your friends and your colleagues really come in. But I just will just, you know, as a behaviorist, what I notice the pattern um, is there's such a disconnect between, you know, the adult self and the inner child. And when we're not getting what it is that we want, for me, that's the first place that I try to really help women understand is that it is the inner child having the tantrum and is running the show. And if she is running the show, your life is not getting, it's partially getting what you want because you're flipping between the two, uh, the, the different aspects itself. Oh, we're losing you. Oh, we lost her. Oh, I'm sorry, Amelia. Okay, so um, what, do you, what, do you, what sayest thou, Dimple, to that? 100% agree, 100% agree that, you know, often it is our inner child that's running the show, but if we're not aware of that, then we need to to bring that to light, 100%. Awesome, thank you so much. Alexander, you have a question? I sure do, okay, so first off, thank you so much for coming here, Dimple. I love the way you speak even, and everything that you're saying, it's such, oh wow, it's so thought-provoking. My question is this, it's twofold. Number one, what do you say to the woman that hears what you're saying and says, hey, this feels inequitable? 
And number two, what do you say to the men that if a woman is doing all of these things, speaking in this manner, um, et cetera, what is our job? So I love everything that you're saying on what the wife should do or the, 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 the uh, partner that's in the feminine, but what about the masculine partner? What, what should we be focusing on? Just simply protecting, or is there more that we need to bring to the table? Again, thank you. So Thank you so much. I can't see who was speaking then. Sorry. Alexander. Alexander. The pink, Alexander. Two rows below you, Alexander. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Alexander. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I great, great, great questions. And what I would say to the man is his job is to be focused on his purpose, to be focused on his desire of what his outcome is, and then it's about protection, right? It, the protection will automatically happen. So as long as he is coming from a place of his gut instinct. So working, uh, and I'm, I'm just checking, Stephen, that I can talk about how I worked with you. Sure. Yeah, so working with Stephen, there was oftentimes, um, we did one session and then we had a lot of communication through um, WhatsApp. And he'd ask me questions. What about this? What about that? And I would go back to him and say, go into your gut. What is your gut telling you is the right thing to do in this moment? So, and there's, and this is funny because men always want a formula. They always want, you know, <laughs> if, she, if she does this, if she does this, then please, I do this. Please. She, right. And here's the thing. Women are like the ocean, right? So it, you you will have to be able to navigate every single storm. And each storm is different. And how you navigate that storm will be different. If you think the man, the, the masculine energy is the boat on the ocean, right? You're the captain of that, that boat. How are you gonna navigate it? And it's only through going through each storm that you will learn how to navigate that storm. And so, the formula and the only formula is you have to be use your inner barometer, which is your gut instinct. So sometimes when she is kicking and screaming, if you can identify that that's the little girl in her crying for help. And in those moments, she might need some tenderness. And there may be other moments where it's the toddler screaming. And in those moments, she might need firmness. And it might look exactly the same on the outside. And only your gut instinct will guide you to what to do, what is the right thing. And sometimes it's not even about what you're doing, it's about who you're being. So it's Ooh. about how you're standing, it's about your energy, your persona. Oh it's my not, God. not necessarily the words. Yep. It's, it's just purely your presence. I, you know, it's funny you say that. It's um, it's incredible that you say that because I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to a bunch of people and I figured something out last night that really blew my mind, or two two days ago that blew my mind, and it was like, you know, he, I was talking to a guy. And he said, "Why are you successful in business?" Because I said, "I do what it, do what it takes. Period. I just do it. There's no. I stick to my principles and I move and I do it. There's no, I do what I must do to be successful." And he said, "What about your relationships? You know, you're with your wife." And I was like, "I do what I." want to do and maybe what feels good and there was a discrepancy right there it just fell on me like a ton of rocks you know 
um, it was it was incredible to see that wow in my business I'm aligned I'm leading myself yeah. you know self leadership that's what humble alpha is all about mm-hmm. and then in my relationship I'm halfway leading but when it comes to that conflict in order in order to uh, avoid it I guess I do what I want to do to make it easier mm-hmm. I think it's making it easier on her and us but in the end it wasn't so no. uh, great point Jesus yeah and um, and there was some congruency even in your voice Stephen the difference between just you know, just mirroring back to you, if I may, the difference between the way you spoke about your congruent, you do what it takes in business was very different to the way yeah. you spoke about your relationship. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what you mean by stepping into your power, right? I mean, yes. yeah, Jesus, there's a, there, there needs to be a reset button for all of us guys. I'll tell you. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> um, okay. So Rodney would like to ask a question. Rodney, you there? Yes, I am. And, there you go, brother. Uh, you're helping me out so much, and it's so, it's so incredible. But uh, I have a uh, my, my wife is uh, I told Stephen she's like an alpha wife, and we're opposites. I mean, our whole demeanor is everything is different. She's uh, just to give you a perspective. She's uh, an attorney. She's a uh, war veteran, military police officer from Iraq. Served in Iraq. Okay, I'm, I'm army officer, never served in war. And she, she's kind of like the breadwinner for the family, you know, cause she's, you know, she has a law degree, I have a bachelor's degree, you know, just that, that type of thing. And uh, she, I talk and I'm, I'm the type of person who put, could put everything on the table and discuss it. And I would love for her to be a hundred percent honest with me of what she would want from me, and and I, and I don't get that. And for me, you know, like you were you were uh, explaining, you know, I give her my balls all the time, and it's like I I don't want to be that way. And I and I wish that we could like sit down and have the conversation. Just tell me what you want, and I you know I can I can do that. In, but I, she don't talk as much as I do, and she's not that type of a person in it. You know, and I always call her my my queen, but I don't feel like she's treating me like a king. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and it's such a challenge, and it's such a hard thing to deal with on a daily basis because I would do anything for her. You know, mm. but I know there's some deep-seated pain in there that I have yet to get to. And I don't have this solution. I mean, I'm like the rest of the guys. Give me the, give me the, you know, give me the plan. Give me the solution. Give me the, yeah. give me the blueprint so I can. Uh, love it, uh, Rodney. I love it. Out. Oh, uh, brother. Thank you, thank you, Rodney, so much for your honesty, your vulnerability, and opening up. Uh, just because this question I get asked so many times by men. And so you're not alone. And there'll be people in the audience that want to hear this. Yeah. So thank you for that. We have, we have, we have about three minutes left. Okay. Um, I just want to uh, say one more thing. Um, uh, Tanji Brewer wrote, I was blown away when I heard that men desire respect greater than love. Our response matters massively. Loving this conversation. Do you know that's when you, you want to boil it down? That's, mm. that's a pretty powerful statement. Yeah. 100%. When I, found, when I found out that l- the um, respect for men is the equivalent to love for women. Oh, wow. 
right? That's how men do wow. love. That's how it lands for them, respect. So Rodney, in answer to your question, what does your woman want? May I be as direct as possible just to give you what you need in this moment? Okay. What your woman wants is for you to stop asking her what she wants. It's for you oh. to lead. She wants you to lead. She has made all the decisions in her life constantly for others to save others. When she comes home, the reason she's not being in her divine feminine is because you are not being in your, in your mature masculine. So you need to do some inner work. You're right on healing yourself and on studying what it takes to to rise again in your masculine energy the moment you do that is the moment she will feel safe enough to allow you to lead that's literally what's happening you've demasculated and um, you've become demasculated and the, the it's flicked over you've become more feminine more in your feminine which isn't your natural being and she's not learned how to transition from the workplace to home and it, you've just got into habits so stop asking her thank you very <laughs> much thank wow that's much. that's deep that, that's deep and, and, and then what's so crazy about it i say this and then i'm, I'm relieved with the mic you know she's she runs she works for social security she's the top lady at the appeals office of social security and she works she's over many men and she comes home to me and and then for me, I, I'm a chaplain for hospice and I work with a bunch of women, you know, and nurses and everything. And then I come home to her and at work, I mean, they treat me like a king. I, Cause I'm like the only, the only man and, 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 uh, they, they're very, you know, I call them all my sisters. So I don't have no, dis, no, no crazy yes. thoughts about these beautiful women I work with, but but when they get home, it's like both of our environments kind of change, mm. you know. So, mm. so you're very you're helping me, and I, I do appreciate it. And, and man, you're you're worth you know fifty million dollars as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Thank you, Rodney. Thank I, you. I just I just want to honor you, Rodney, and just say that there's something in what you just said then, and I want to really bring it home for you. She has all those powerful men that she works with. You have all those beautiful women that you work with. And yet you both choose to come home to each other. There's still a massive amount of love and respect in this relationship. Massive. If you can just start studying some of them, how, uh, how to raise the vibe in your masculinity and your confidence, she comes home to you. There's a reason. Start leading. God oh, bless you. you. Goodness gracious. Uh, I, I think that's a great way to end the segment because we are at the end of our segment. Dimple, um, wow, just crazy powerful, as always. I, I would, I would uh, highly suggest that um, the men out there or the women grab the book, The Roadmap to Purpose by Dimple Thakrar. It's on Amazon right now. I have it in my hand right now. So it's a wonderful, beautiful book. And for the women out there who are or interested in what uh, what Dimple just talked about and laid it out. Um, you have a, a on in your in your profile. You have a link to a group that you're starting or a, a program you're starting. Correct. So if if they go straight to my Instagram, go to my Instagram and in my bio in my Instagram, there's the link for my group. 
that I'll be starting on Sunday. It's for women. And the reason I've started it is because the second link is my book. I've had been inundated with women once they've read this book, asking me, how do they fix this? How do they make their relationships better? Which is why I did the program. Right. Uh, and the men are just like, oh my God, I did not realize this about men. So Rodney, please read my book. You will get so much from there. So thank yeah. you so much, Stephen. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Well, the, the link to to Dimple's book is at the top of the page here. If you go to the top and click on it, it'll take you right there to Amazon. You can order it directly. Oh, amazing. Thank yes. you. Yes. All right, everyone. At, uh, Dimple, thank you so much. As as always, a true honor and pleasure. You're, such, you're so gracious uh, the way you speak, but your words are just like bombs dropping. <laughs> it's God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks I'm going to give a round, a round of applause for Dimple. Thank you. Everybody give a, a scream, I'll un, unmute and, and do a big thank you. Oh, thank, you thank, so, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.